Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. That's right, everyone. Understand what it is to live awake. Living perfectly, but living genuinely. If you're new to the program, glad you found us. I'm your host and pilot here, Michelle Mache. Got the co-pilot, sound engineers, cohorts, and co-hosts in the chat room, also known as the sacred space of empowerment room. Uh, you can listen by computer. You can listen by phone or in the chat. If you're in the chat and you want to ask questions or interact, you just need to do a profile with BTR. Call-in number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad to get in queue to get on air. All right, got a great show. We have Tori Hartman returning back, uh, author, creator of Chakra Wisdom Tarot. She's also got a new site out. We're going to just dive in. And I got inspired. because I saw that she was on today. Thank you very much, Sadie, for that. And uh, so I'm going to be doing readings today with the cards. I'm going to be diving in with the tarot and using her cards today for some of the readings. So if you have an interest in that, you can call in. That number is 539-347-539-5122. If you don't know the area code, it's 347-539-5122. Do you guys hear some gurgling? It's my... I'm making my decaf latte. (laughs) Uh, I've been posting this morning, writing um, some articles that I've been doing. Um, I'm actually answering questions uh, as a relationship transpersonal psychologist, life coach, relationship coach. Um, And I'll be posting that. So anyway, I had some deadlines and then I did some posting. So you might want to catch what I wrote on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Again, if you did want a question, you have a question or a comment and you want to say, hey, please press one on your keypad. That lets me know that you have a question or a comment you want to get on air because a lot of people listen by phone and especially at work. And so I want to be mindful not to pick up. So again, that number is 347-539-5122. Press one on your keypad. To get in the queue to get on air and get your question. Preguntales. Questions answered. Uh, all Things Awakenings, if you're new to the program or if you forgot, is awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to work with me personally, personal individual reading, that's info at soulplayground.life or you can do Michelle at soulplayground.life as well. And please join us in our Awakenings 
community awakenings tribe page on facebook you can ask questions of me there too um i don't do personal questions some people have asked can they just call me i don't know what to hey um you really need to set up an appointment for that or you've got the awakenings page community page if i can't answer the question somebody in you know one of somebody within that tribe within that community can um, or I, I will. I'm pretty good about keeping track of the page. And uh, or you schedule an appointment with me. All righty. Or you go to my website, soulplayground.life, get more information. Also, my YouTube channel. There's great resources there. And uh, you can see how it works to get a reading, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, welcome everyone. And new. And returning subscribers, thank you so much for the subscribing to the podcast and making it as successful as it is. It's really a co-creation. And thank you so much for your positive, life-affirming appreciation feedback um, that I see online, um, on YouTube and various. Keep getting voted best um, new age and spirituality podcast. So we are, I guess, a little new age, old age, new age, right? Yummy, yummy, yummy. And those of you that have been asking, Yoshi's doing so much better. Thank you for all the healing light energy prayers. Also want to give a shout out to Charles Monopoly. Maybe he'll be calling in. He's a regular listener and he just had a new CD or album, however you want to turn it, term it, that dropped. And I happened to be going to a event, a friend of mine, uh, LC, uh, DJ Wonderful, Number Wonderful, um, part of Venice Beats Collective, uh, Raul and LC, but LC and Valentine, his partner and girlfriend, opened a new bar, art bar. Very cool. Um, great music, great people, great art on the walls. He's an art curator. Some of you know of him if you're local to the LA area. So locally around, he curates um, a lot of art and helps people get started with galleries. And oh, he travels quite a bit, New York, Miami, he does different curations in different places. But really low-key, great place. Um, anyway, I'm on my way driving there, and I'm listening to KPFK. Local, some of you know, it's, I guess, PBS, perhaps, um, show I hadn't heard of, but I thought, oh, got music sounds good, listening, listening, and all of a sudden I hear, oh, we have Monopoly just coming on air, who just dropped an album, we're going to be talking to him, and I was like, yay, Charles, <laughs> so anyway, that was pretty fun, um, and then the person, the artist that did his uh artwork for his uh, album slash CD. Uh, I know I met some of his art is where Mir One. I met him through Cave Gallery. Shout out to Cave Gallery and Patrick. Um, yeah, so really very cool when we see, yay, Charles. Yeah, right, Tammy? Yay. Um, you know, and that's, I, I got to tell you that soul expression and that's so much what part of this program is about as well as all my postings. Those of you that, you know, friend me, follow me on Insta and Twitter and Facebook. Um, 
you know, we need that insight, that inspiration. And when we see people that we know or know of, um, I believe Charles has even done some workshops with me and stuff, teleworkshops. Um, he's very, you know, aware, living awake on his path, like so many of us, you know, so it's really cool to see. And that, you know, that Awakenings group page is, I want to keep it personalized. It's, it's really not just spammy stuff, just people posting, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, listen to me on this podcast. I really try to dissuade those and really don't, you know, really okay those kind of posts. But reaching out and sharing, what are you doing? What are you creating? Is you know, is your your art? Is your music? What are you doing? What are your questions? What are, what? How are you getting through this? Moving from a life path to a soul path. What's your soul alignment and ascension about? What are your genuine questions and concerns? Ask those. Share. Reach out. Say, hey, hi. You know, I'm opening up. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know, this is what I'm interested in. This is what I'm creating. You know, ask questions about your path. You know, how to develop your intuition, how to listen to your intuition, how to connect into your higher self, you know, and always inspirational, uplifting content or memes, you know, or pictures or images or thoughts, because those do make a difference. I mean, it makes a difference even for me when I'm scrolling through my various feeds. Sometimes I need to hear something. Sometimes it's what I wrote. <laughs> I forgot I wrote it and it comes up, you know, as a memory or I, I'm scrolling and I see my own stuff. Um, and sometimes it's things that other people write or share or, you know, a, a quote, a meme, and it's like, yeah, I needed to hear that or that confirms, that's a confirmation. And that's so much what we're doing for each other. You know, it's tag team. It's like, think of it this way, you know, you know, I love music. People know that in EDM and, uh, you know, electric dance music, all, all kinds of music. I love all kinds of music and used to be a dancer, so very aligned to all kinds of music but I'm thinking of DJs when they're tag teaming they don't you know there's two turntables you know or two whatever if they're doing it by computer these days or whatever however they're doing it with what decks they're using what type of program let's just keep it simple but one person's playing something and the other person jumps in after a while it's within that same beat it's in when that same beats per minute. It's in with that same genre. It might go off in another, you know, interesting space, you know, similar to jazz musicians or people that are, you know, just jamming, right? And so I feel like when we jump into something, you know, like I'm t- thinking of the Awakenings community, it's like, what's the tone? What's the temperature? What's the vibe? What's the purpose? Let's let's do this together in a way that helps and harmonizes. Not to be just not do spiritual bypass. It's not only positive, happy, happy, happy. It's challenges. It's I'm going through a hard time. You know, it is that. It is being genuine. However, there is a thread of continuity that is the belief that there is more of the better, more of the life enhancing than non-life enhancing. There is more of the love, the loving, than the less loving or no loving or hate. So it's where you want to focus. Yes, we could talk about it. I know it's conspiracy theories, what's going on with the government, what's going on with this, you know, alien, you know, aliens, this and that. There's so many places that we can travel or go, and I'm, I'm definitely down for that. 
But I'm also down for what is most life enhancing. If your beliefs are paralyzing you and you're thinking, what's the use? What am I really doing here? You know, some people have this belief that, you know, we're, we're put on this, we're stuck here. Or put on this planet, you know, we're being manipulated by higher beings. You know, we're being, we're enslaved on earth. That's an interesting concept. I don't believe or buy that. I do believe, yes, there are games, there's inequality on the earth plane. There are things that are playing out. But no, do I believe that we're being controlled or, you know, from a higher level or higher perspective? No. What I do believe as a spiritualist and metaphysically is that everything has a vibrational component configuration and therefore an outpicturing. So every thought, every idea from the mind of the all that is, the mind of God, the mind of all of us, the innate intelligence of the universes gets played out if there is enough resonance, if there is enough juice. This is why you can read trends of how are we in a similar place from 100 years ago, 500 years ago, 1,000 or 1,000 years ago. You can see the similarity. You can see the pattern. You can also see how it's changed and it's become perhaps more due to more healing of the wounding, the original wounding of separation, of the idea of being cut off. You can see where there's been growth and change. You can see where there's patterns, especially right now if you look turn of the century, uh, industrial revolution time, and getting into the 30s, 40s, and 50s, you can see that there are these entrenched patterns that we are clearing up. Now, these are many lifetimes, generational patterns. Uh, ancestral patterns, not just our own ancestors that come from our blood lineage, but those that have come before us that have a similar resonance. This is what some people aren't recognizing or realizing. Our ancestors are not just those that come from us generationally through our bloodline. There's clearing definitely what's going on with that through the generational transmission, clearing the wounding from generational transmissions. However, what's really gaining juice and shifting the astral plane is the clearing up of the, the tribal, the soul tribe, the resonance, the, the collective learning lessons, the collective experiences beyond ethnicity, race, culture. It, it includes all of that. But to get to the deep rooting, it is beyond that. It's beyond color of skin, race, ethnicity, religion. It's the pulse, right? It's the, it's the impulse or the pulse on a, on a kind of a soul level, the continuum of life itself, if you will. And so that's being disrupted. This is why so many of us, you, you were being blocked from certain things so that the soul can come in more. So there's a lot of clarification that's going on right now, whether it's in your, your own mind, your ideas, your emotions, the idea of who you actually are as a spiritual being, that you're the spiritual being having this experience with the soul, that you're getting beyond labels, mental constructs. So it's way beyond religion. That's fine. That's, there's people that play in that realm. That's fine. Playing the racial, religious, you know, that's all important and that's being played out and healed 
my interest is in the consciousness that created the construct and that's deconstructing it. So we're all getting deconstructed in a way. Tammy put in the chat, how about that full moon in Pisces? Yes. And basically also conjuncting Neptune in Pisces. So it really put people, some people spacey. You know, I wrote about this on my blog, fullplayground.life. The way that the moon, this full moon may have been manifesting for many people was dependent as well as a lot of things right now on your vibrational frequency. If you can raise yourself up enough or extend or ascend, expand enough that you're not playing or experiencing things, working, playing, experiencing life from the extremes of duality, from the extremes of the polarity plane, whether one or the next. So the more that you can rise above, even if you don't believe in something or someone or you see what they're doing, let's say it's very, you know, non-life enhancing, coming from wounding. If you can see the wounding and understand why they're doing what they're doing, not agree with it, not give them a pass. This is where spiritual discernment comes in. We need to judge, whoa, that's wounded. That's non-life enhancing. We need to call it as it is but not get caught in the game of, it's kind of a blame game, if you will, right, everyone? Because we do, you do need to call it as it is, you know, especially what we see happening, you know, politically across the globe, whether the United States or in Europe, or some of these factions, these groups, you know, hate groups, this, but you have to see, when you see it from wounding, when you see it from the truth, doesn't mean you maybe don't want to mix with it. Maybe it's scary. Maybe it's violent. Maybe it's dangerous. If, if you don't have, you know, but maybe there are people that have a certain frequency that are able to handle or deal with that person, place, or issue, right? In that realm, they have the frequency. But it is awareness, whether it's within ourselves or within other people or situations, that we now need to step up. It's always been this way, but the call is very strong now. To call it what it is. Is it evil? No. It's wounding. It's wounding. Because until we see, you know, somebody posted a meme the other day, and I think I put it in the in the Awakenings um, page, as a matter of fact. Hurt people hurt people. And then somebody posted another one. But healers heal people or help heal people. Or people that are healing help heal. So it just depends where you want to put your focus. Now, I'm talking about this. I'm going to be jumping in and talking more about this um, as we get into the, the end of the year because we're coming into a huge turning point where where you put your focus is more and more and more what you're going to draw in. There's going to be less condition responses, less um, – you know, kind of free pad, prefab things from, a, you know, happening like from a template. It's going to be more kind of raw and open. Like you're going to begin to see more and more of your manifestations much more quickly. Where's the doubt? Where's the fear? Where's the, what's the overarching or more consistent or predominant thoughts, feelings and ideas and experiences within your subconscious realm? You're going to be able, and part of it is to then correct it. So you can stop the trajectory if you're going in a direction that you don't want to go in or that's a direction that is amplifying your fear and creating or fears creating more or creating more challenging, you know, or heartbreaking situations. You, you'll be able to see, oh, I see where that came from. Whoa, 
I see that pattern. I see where it came from generationally. Oh, I see where it came from the ancestors. I see where it's in the culture. Oh, I see where it's the feminine or the masculine or the woman or the man or the daughter. Oh, I had the good girl thing happen. You're just going to see it much more quickly. You're going to be able to see and feel the archetypal energy. So therefore, you can uncreate it. You can shift it. So we are moving up vibrationally and expanding more in consciousness, which therefore means the ability to to move more into conscious creation is happening for more and more people. On this note, you might want to take a peek at or listen to my CD, Understanding the Universal Laws and Activating, that's the key word, Activating the Law of Magnetic Attraction. You can get it on my website, soulplayground.life or iTunes or other uh, outlets where they have you can download. Um, so it's getting more and more amped up. How many of you guys are feeling this? Some people have uh, been feeling this more and more like, whoa, I had this thought and it happened. Or I thought of this person, then they called. Or I wanted this gig or this job and then it called. You know, I had to give you an example. But the thing is, we can't be attached, you guys. Here's the thing. Can't be attached to exactly how it unfolds. And I'll give an example. Um, a few, I, I don't know, I've been thinking about, I wanted to go on a road trip with Yoshi, but, you know, she hadn't been feeling well. And, um, in fact, I almost thought I lost her. She came pretty close to, <laughs> to crossing over, you know, little kitty rose like a phoenix. Uh, Yoshi's my fur baby, my dog, those of you that are new to the program. But I also wanted, I thought, oh, I really want to take some time out and just go to a retreat or go to a spa, you know, do a spa day weekend and just, you know, I love road trips. And, I, you know, those of you who see my posts, I love getting out in nature um, any and all times, whether beach or mountains or whatever. So a friend of mine had a gift certificate to a resort and spa. And just at the last minute, offered that and dinner was for my birthday um solar return and I thought and I had to drive there and I thought and then I was driving to the mountains and I thought oh my god this is not it wasn't me take you know it unfolded in this way that I got the road trip in and with Yoshi because she was feeling better out of surgery three three weeks out or two weeks out of surgery and I got my resort my spa um, and we had dinner. I mean, it was just lovely. It was just this amazing unfolding that happened um, for a whole weekend. It was a whole week or Thursday to like Monday or Tuesday was like, like this. And in meditation, I was giving thanks, um, you know, I was doing contemplation medicine, uh, meditation and then giving thanks. And then I, my eyes opened. I remember and I went, oh, my God, it happened. I didn't have to take myself. It happened. It all unfolded perfectly you know um massage facial even by the pool they gave uh reflexology massages complimentary it was so nice great food you know great company it was amazing so what is now trying to get more and more manifested it was fits in with the better or bigger version of our vision and version of us what's the most life enhancing what's the most soul fulfilling spirit connecting, heart connecting, heart uplifting. 
So you can begin to see what is what you're drawing in or manifesting, or others are manifesting, bringing in for you. You're drawing it in, right? Well, it could be a co-creation, co-manifestation, or your what are you drawing in is showing you where your higher self is guiding you from the from the blueprint of the soul. It's a very highly charged time right now. There's a lot of electrical energy. There's a lot of magnetic energy, electrical magnetic energy. There's a lot of energy that's up. The awareness is when you need to be more magnetic, when you need to be more electrical, what's the balance and being able to tune into that. And we can only do that through intuition, like connecting into our higher self. The ego can't do that. That's not the ego's function. And so if you've seen my posts lately on Instagram, I've been posting you know, about the meditative state. It's not about meditation or the practice of meditation or mindfulness. That, a lot of people, that's newbie. A lot of people get stuck there. It's are you living more and more in that meditative state? Can you connect into the subtle energy into that meditative state? Can you connect into that vibrational frequency? Mindfulness, meditation practice helps us do this and be able to do this more and more to connect into our true nature, that awareness of the, of the awareness. So, yes, it's a very magical, very mystical time right now. The energies on the planet are supporting this because so many veils have been lifted, have dissolved, that we are feeling that essence more and more of what we actually are, the substance of us, of the moon, of the stars, of the trees, the the life force animating energy. We are more and more in touch with that substance that is us, which therefore means we can tap in more to that and use it for positivity, creativity, connecting, healing, loving. We can come more from that. So it's time to ask yourself, are you going to be the creator? You know, the cultural creative, the, the creator. Some of you may be de- destroying. Maybe you're, de- you know, even if you're deconstructing or you feel like you're being de- deconstructed or things are leaving, there is a lot that is building up. So allow what's deconstructing. Allow what's leaving. Let go. Because within that are the seeds of creation. The seed of the new is in the old. But sometimes the the old has to be cracked open. And so look for areas where you want to create. Where do you want to be that creator being? And how do you want to be that creator? Hello in the chat. Ooh, Athena, I'm feeling the shift and being more awakened. I love it. Welcome back, everyone, in the chat. I love that. All right, let us get to callers here. We've got, hello, welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello? Hello, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Athena. How are you? Hi, Athena. I just gave you a little hello. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for that. So this is my second time getting through, and I'm so happy. I really love your show and what you're doing. You're you're such a blessing, and I I wanted to thank you uh, for all that you do. I I definitely do. Um, I recently lost my little fur baby um, in May. She was 17 and a half. So I totally understand. understand. Yeah. Yes, and I'm glad that she's doing better. I it, it's been hard, but I just wonder if he's still around me and um, him and others that have gone on. Um, also, let's see. 
Now, I, there's a couple of dogs. Did you have another dog? I'm getting a little dog, uh, kind of plushy, very furry, small, yes, longer hair. Yes. Is that is that her? That's him. Yes. That's him. Okay. So he came in right away. Um, there's oh, also a, oh, a bigger dog, a German Shepherd from your past. I don't know if it's a German oh, Shepherd or a larger dog. Do you know who that yes, is? I had, a great, I had a Great Dane. Great Dane. There we go. Okay. So let's see. Okay, so both of them are around, but they're letting the little one come through first. Um, okay, let's see. What does he say? Joe's still around you and loves you so much and says has such a not be- wonderful life and fun life, full life. Um, he's saying he wants you to get out more. Does that make sense? <laughs> Yes, I said this year I'm going to have a year of fun. Okay. <laughs> I also lost my stepdad this year, and it's, it's been tough. So I'm I'm definitely trying to do that with my kids and everything. And Yes. <laughs> yeah, get out. he's saying to get out more. I think he helped you get out. He was such a comfort to you. But he all, he had a really good life, he said. He really liked it. Yes, he did. He had a good time. <laughs> Okay. Oh. Athena, I'm gonna say. Um, and the other one is they, they, uh, just showing me that they they've connected. The Great Dane is connected. Okay, so I'm pulling a couple cards for you. It does show completion. You've got the Nine of Coins, Four of Wands, and the Strength card. And it's it's asking you right now to look at where you have complete. Look at your abundance. What you do have, open to that. But it's also saying don't isolate. And be open to new beginnings. This the strength. There's a lot of solar plexus stuff going on for you. Um, a okay. lot with your vitality coming back. But I do see a new direction. Yeah, there it is. Wheel of Fortune. Do, new direction um, coming in. And I think it has something to do with finance or abundance also. Oh, so there wow. could be more work or money. There's something that's coming in um, that's going to bring you more tangible material abundance. Oh, that's fantastic. I know I've been doing a lot of learning how to do stocks. I'm a, a cancer researcher, so I write grants and things like that. Oh, and, well, so, yeah. coming in for you then. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, Athena, thank you for calling in. It's great to hear from you. Good to hear from you, too. Take care. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. Michelle? Yeah. Hello. Oh, hi. Um, this is huh? Willa. I'm calling in. I've been listening to you for well, about two years now, and this is, I think, my third time to call you. Um, okay. Willa? Willa? Yeah, Willa. Yeah, your intro was basically telling me all the instructions for everything that I was kind of going to ask you. So, um I have my advice on that, but I figured I would go ahead and maybe see if you could do a mini reading for me Um, because I do have a lot going on in my life, and I just um, feel like I'm doing work, but I just don't know, um, you know, where it's leading to. What's that that end, maybe soul path type uh, goal? I don't have the goal. Yeah, the goal. A lot of that is opening, I would say, end of the year, maybe November, December, and then into January. Okay, yeah, it does show you 
you've been in a, a healing phase. You've got the four yes, cups here, and it's also showing healing. Yeah, healing the heart. What you to do with that four cups energy? And by the way, I'm using the Chakra Wisdom Tarot um, deck by Tori Hartman, who's going to be on later on our program. Mm-hmm. Focus on what really fulfills you right now. While you rest up mind, body, spirit, your, your spirit is renewing and refilling from all, not just what's come up, but you've been kind of tired. You know, you're tired of keep on keeping on, you know. So yeah. let yourself build back up and focus on the one main cup that sustains you. It could be your spirit, your spirituality. You know, what is the one main thing that sustains you and helps you, uplifts you, focuses you? Focus on that. There will be some kind of gift coming through or, and or turning point. It's just not there yet, okay? It's still it's showing a lot mm-hmm. to do with creativity, connecting to the heart chakra, connecting to the divine feminine. So you're really to be more receptive right now, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I do feel relationship stuff, though. There's some kind of... Um, collaboration or partnership or relationship focus that is going to be coming in for you. Um, Interesting. Because hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've been kind of uh, guarded and not out there while I've been healing and choosing my friends and who I spend my time with very wisely um, and haven't been spreading myself too thin, but I feel like I'm also closing myself off. So I don't know whether this is the way life is going to be, or if it's going to, if I'm going to feel no, more comfortable but, but, to be open. You no, know, but yeah, be open. But the thing is, what's coming in from spirit is a change of your circumstances. So your energy will pick up. Just again, focus mm-hmm. on that one cup. Focus on that, the, you know, the spirituality, the healing, what's really nurturing and serving you. But I do see a relationship in the offing. It could be as early as three months, somewhere between three to six months. It does show, and it's somebody that you have a very strong past life connection with, and there is going to be more friends or friendship. But right now you are in the heart healing phase, so just let yourself be there. Um, mm-hmm. Spirit saying we don't want to scare you away. Um, so yeah, yeah. So, like if you knew somebody, you were going to meet somebody now. You probably yeah. I just pulled the Ace of Cups again. Mm-hmm. So two of Cups, Ace of Cups. So this is, you know, it's a next level for your own self love, self acceptance, love of you know your life, even even the the tragedy part. You know, it's like okay, this thing I have, this sacred thing, uh, mm-hmm. but it is going to bring in a relationship. Oh wow. Okay. That's good. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, thank it's you for coming. confirming. <laughs> thank You're you. Welcome, bye-bye. Please. Take good care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. All right, we've got another caller on the air. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. Hey, Michelle, it's Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine, welcome Hello? to the program. What's your question? Hi, welcome to the program, Jasmine. What's your question? Um, my question is, um, is there any stuck energies um, between my heart and my throat chakra? I've been getting a lot of coughing yes. at night, and it's yes. been really, really, like, to the point where I can't breathe sometimes. And yes. I just wanted, oh, it is? Okay. It is. But rosemary, you need to connect in with rosemary, um, the essential oil rosemary. Um, mm-hmm. Mint will also help you. There's a little detox. 
a little cleanse that needs to happen food-wise. So look at the, the dairy, look at the cheeses, the gluten, the wheat. Look at, you know, cut some of that stuff out. Um, I would okay. also say toning and mantra. Okay. Um, work with All that. Right. Yeah, there is, there is a, a, a little bit of a um, – it's actually the blockage. You have a lot of next level energy for you, spiritual energy coming in through the crown. But there's okay. um, a little bit with the solar plexus, abdominal area feeling uh, feeling good, better in your skin, and clearing up mm-hmm. some old heartache and learning to speak your truth. So right. those are the okay. areas that are being okay. activated. So what you can do is the uh, is the mantra or the the toning off okay. and really pull it down into the heart and into the solar plexus. The off okay. or tone, the vibration works specifically on the heart. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then for the throat, right. you're going to go. Ooh, ooh, almost like a foghorn and you'll feel it vibrating in the throat. So it's, Okay. And Tammy's yeah. tears might release the grief. Yeah. Maybe okay. some okay. Some, some crying and relief. But yeah, you're right. Um, okay. Communication. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, speaking, yeah. journaling. Yeah. Do the odds of yep. the news. Yep. All right. Okay. Katie. Thank you so much. Keep it You're so welcome. All right. Thank you, Tammy, for that too. Good point. The crying. Crying is love crying. Crying is so good. And like Oprah says, the ugly cry. Do the ugly cry. Screaming, singing in the car. Yeah. All of that. Okay. We got another caller on the line. Hello and welcome. Oh, crying in the shower. Yeah, Tammy, with all that water. Hello, welcome to the program. Yes, You're on hi. air. Hi, Michelle. Hi. This is Megan. Hello. Hi, Megan. Welcome. Say I was just hello. laughing about that. About you talking about <laughs> the ugly crying. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. I need more of that. I have a hard time crying, so um, I definitely need oh. more of that. <laughs> yeah. So it's but good. I, good relief. Yes, I know. And when I do cry, it feels great, but it's only in the privacy of my own space. You know, I don't cry out in front of people. I'm just kind of private about it. So, but, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Movie well, have a little stuff. sacred cry for yourself. Have a little sacred cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. So um, I wanted to ask a question about I was kind of torn between my career and my health I wasn't sure what I wanted to ask and then all of a sudden all these health questions are coming up it's kind of strange but um I wanted to ask about my career I changed it because I was like you know I want to actually feel hopeful and not really talk about my health um so the health uh, is going to be picking up you're going to be getting a handle on the situation okay so it's just going to take yeah, a little bit you. longer, but but it does show. Um, you know, watch that little mind of yours, the overthinking. That's going to help your health, and yeah. so you don't feel so exhausted. So, yeah, I know, I know. Okay. that is a big thing. No, I, I, I work. 
Yes. <laughs> I worry and I oh, and I stress about it and and I did I felt that so I was like, you know what? I don't really want to ask that cuz I kind of already knew, you know, my answer yeah. to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, Okay, what's your I question, just, Megan? Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. What's your question? Thank you so much for touching on that. I appreciate that. Um I wanted to ask You're about welcome. my career. So So, uh do you see an opportunity coming in for me to be um, to quit my job, my day job, um, and before the end of this year, and be fully self-employed. Yeah, it, there might be okay. There, you, there's a little. The, the word they're using is tickle, tickle of it. Uh, end of the year, November, December. Um, there, there's a so the chariot. You've got the chariot. So you're working. You need to work with the root chakras, feeling co- safe, comfortable, confident with yourself, feeling grounded mm-hmm. on the earth, and try also little manifestations. You know, a parking space or where you go to, you know, cafe or restaurant. You know, I if you've been there before, you know, visualize where you want to sit. Um, you're going through. A next level of learning about manifestation or drawing in what you need and want, okay? So it's all about you picturing it, feeling the connection, and feeling the vibe or the feeling that you would feel getting what you want, manifesting what you want. I do feel like there is more opening. Um, Some of it is healing. You're going to be doing healing. But also there's a guy that's going to be helpful to you. Uh, I'm really getting more, um, do you know who that is? Oh, no, I thought you said guide. Oh, you said guy? Guy, yeah, with like a, a job. Man? A man. Mm-hmm. Oh. Guide, too. Oh, I yeah. don't know. You open... Yeah, but the thing is I'm getting is probably um, six months. It's in the winter time. I feel that you make the, the changes, more of the changes. But there may be oh, something okay. or someone from your past is also coming back. I don't know if you're resurrecting something that you um, did before or you tried before and it comes back. There's a lot of coming back for you. It could be an old relationship, an old opportunity. There's a lot that's going to be bouncing back to you to see, to either complete, make peace with it, or take it on again, you know, in a new way or the old in the new way. Um, you've got a lot of sixes in your card, six of swords, six of cups, six of wands, which tells me you're working a lot, um, not just on the, again, the visualizing, that sixth chakra, again, the visioning, the visualizing, getting the little will aligned to the divine will, you know, really getting, being okay to say, I desire this, I want this, and go for it. But I also feel that it's the area of love and beauty. It's Tipperus in the um, Kabbalah. So there's a lot to do with feeling comfortable and confident, you know, loving yourself, mm-hmm. loving what you do, and, again, yeah. being okay by saying, this is what I want. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to focus on. So it's a lot about your own desire right now. There's a lot to do with your own desire, um, as well as communicating what you're receiving from the higher self. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, we'll thank be you making so changes. You're very welcome. Oh, Take good care. Yay, thank you so much for all your guidance and wisdom. Welcome. Okay. You're so welcome. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Hello, Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. 
Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. How are you? I'm doing great. And to whom am I speaking with? This is Keisha. Hey, Keisha. Welcome. Hi. I am trying. Uh, I'm kind of going through a lot. Um, I'm in the process of looking for a place to live, and I kind of got to get out of where I'm staying at pretty quickly. But um, I kind of don't know where. Yeah. Like, I don't Right, and even if I'm looking for an apartment, I don't know should I look, because I live in New York, and I'm open to living in New York or even moving out of town to Atlanta or wherever. I kind of just don't know where to look, and I'm also currently just, like, working a temp job looking for a permanent job, so just everything's right. going. Yeah. The first thing that I always suggest when people move is look at the qualities of the people you want to be around and the qualities of situations or circumstances, the qualities of the environment. So the types mm-hmm. of people, and I would say go there first to visit. I honestly feel for you, the guides are screaming, it's the job, it's the work, it's the work. So, so what does that mean? That, yeah, I feel like that is first. Um, I don't know. I feel like you're a drive away. So it could be a borough or a suburb. It could be, I, I, I'm not feeling yet Atlanta, although I am seeing a lot of greenery. So you may make that move eventually. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I feel like there's, if there's a two-step process, I'm going to look at the cards to see. It's showing Thank a two-step you. process. And, and what mm-hmm. I mean by that is there'll be one move. Um, Showing no compromises, too, so not to compromise. Work on the health, recuperation. But there is indecision on the move of where to be. So you're all, you see, you've almost got the picture. You've got, almost got the pieces coming together, but not quite yet is what I'm hearing. Now, do you know people in Atlanta? Because there is some place, I, I used to live in friends or relatives. Oh, maybe that's well, I, what it is. Cause I, used to live in, just gonna yeah, I used to live in there. I have family there, too, but um, I'm just not sure. Like, you know how you want to focus? Like, well, I'm a manifester, but I like knowing where to focus. So when I, mo- I moved to Atlanta before, I manifested it, but I knew I wanted to move there. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm kind of trying, to, trying to figure out where should I focus my energy. Like looking for a job in Atlanta, okay. looking for a job in New York. <laughs> Yeah, it's the job right now, i got to tell you, Keisha. But here's the deal. Mm -hmm. I would Mm -hmm. go back, scrape up your shekels, your coins, your dosh, whatever you want to call it, and go visit because I feel like you have friends you could stay with or family. There's something drawing you back to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. But go back Mm -hmm. for a visit because I feel like there is also another place. I don't know. Is it Hoboken? There's another place around oh. where you're at now that feels okay. more in alignment with where you're oh. going. But there's something I'm, you need to complete. Yeah. I'm thinking in about Atlanta. moving to like you mean oh well, I'm in New York. I'm in New York now, but I'm just Yeah. Um or maybe I'm thinking about Westchester. I am thinking about moving on the outskirts of New York. Well that I see I feel that more strongly. But there mm-hmm. is something pulling you back to Atlanta. I, I almost see sometimes Fun. you have to go back. Fun. What is it? Fun. 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 Mm. Fun. 
joy. I had a lot of okay. fun out there. But, um, yeah, but I'm looking for a job because I have a temp job now, which I'm grateful for. But I do want something permanent. So where, right, where so am I going to get a permanent move, job? Why did, you move away from, why did you move away from Atlanta then if it was so fun? I could I, I, did, I could not keep a job. I kept having um, uh, I kept having job issues, and they that's right before yeah. the market had crashed, actually. Okay. And so. See, I'm getting two things. I I feel mm-hmm. strong, more strong that it's something again, a borough or suburb around mm-hmm. New York. Okay. But because there's something, but you need to go back to Atlanta to connect with your friends. Mm-hmm. family, whoever's there, because I feel you staying mm-hmm. at somebody's house, because there's something that has, see, you're in between growth, that's what's happening, because mm-hmm. I feel when you go back, it's kind of like, oh, they have, some people haven't grown as much as you, or don't have the same input, but you know what, that's that, the problem. I went to visit two years ago, or three years ago, and that's how I felt, I felt like, yeah. I felt the front, the, some of the friends I had, I realized I changed, but they didn't change. Yes, they, that, well, and, you're going to experience that again. But see, sometimes uh, on an ego level, the egoic, psychologically, mm-hmm. we need to go and experience something to kind of put it to rest. And it can be like, you know, you need to go back mm-hmm. to see that, to see where they're at. Because I oh. feel the next place you, yeah, I feel the next place you're at, there's more people in alignment well, with where okay. you're at now and where you're going. All right, sweetie? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Keep us posted. There's a lot of, a lot of movement, but there's a lot of completion also right now. Okay, thank you. You know what? I'll just look both. Like for both places, I'll look for a a job in both places and see what happens. Yeah, do that. But here's the thing: you don't. And I, I see this with a, you know a few clients that have gone through this, um, mm-hmm. and as well as friends. Don't move just for the job. You really, you know, you can't mm-hmm. be one or the other. It can't be just the people or the environment and not the job. If if you're looking for a job, you need to get clear on what is the picture that you want. Total picture. Mm-hmm. Friends, family, well, I like the people. suburbs more. I like the su- I like Atlanta. I like the suburbs more than the but city. What I, but what I'm saying, Keisha, it's the qualities of people. In other words, like when I got guided mm-hmm. to where I moved, I, my guide said, focus on the mm-hmm. qualities of the people and and the mm-hmm. environment. And I need to be around arts, artists, spiritually focused people, uh, water, the beach, but m- close enough to mountains. Don't mm-hmm. focus on just the suburbs, you know, because it's what's in the suburbs. Right. The I think, people? well, yeah. I, yeah, I think, I feel like Atlanta has a lot of, because um, I'm black, a lot of, and I'm, a, I'm going to be an attorney. Atlanta has a lot of attorneys, black attorneys who are doing really well. And New York, it seems like more of a, not so much. So I was thinking well, about you that. Well, you could be the exception. That you can be the I sure could. Difference. I sure could. You I sure could. <laughs> You know, I sure could. Yep. Uh, you know, well, so thank you. I get you what you're saying. Get, you need to get big. You need to get your vision a bit bigger. Not the black, okay. not the attorney. Uh, just, just be not successful. the plate. Okay. What are the qualities of the people? Do you want them artistic? Do you want them truthful? Do you want them spiritual? Do you want them evolved? Do you want them to be able to communicate with you? Do you want them to be able mm. to inspire and uplift you, to mentor you, that you to mentor them? 
I want you to focus on the qualities of the people, people. and the okay. qualities of the environment. Everyone, okay. when you focus on those two things, you always connect into the highest vibrational frequency closest to your soul. You, you get closer to your soul signature. Okay. See, okay. I have somebody. I know somebody. They move. They just. Oh, I want to live out in the country. Well, they moved out in the country, and they're around people that they don't even get along with or like. <laughs> you know. Right. So I get what you you're saying. Gotta be, you you got to be. You yeah. You got to. No, I, quality. I, 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 I believe what you're saying. I was looking for um, someone talking about a position in the California, and it paid a bunch of money. And then I would do. I was doing. I do tarot cards too, and a tarot card had said something like, oh, "I got the message that it said." Something like you're just focused on the money. You're not focused ah, on how you're going to yeah. feel or 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 the environment or what it's going to be feel. like living there. Yeah, it had. There that's what go. I got from he the cards. There, now you got your confirmation, girly. Focus <laughs> okay. on how you want to feel. Okay. All right. Thank you. You can never go wrong with that because feelings, not emotions, but feelings are about vibration. Qualities are about the soul. They, they connect in with the vibe of people. What, and when you get the vibe right, they have the values uh-huh. and principles and beliefs. That's okay. why you see. So let do this for a couple of weeks. Call back in after you do it because I know the chat will be curious and I'll be curious as to what you okay. discover you're drawn to. Okay. I will let you all know. Thank you. Okay. All right, Keisha. Take good <laughs> care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I love it. I love it. See, that's. Oh, you guys, this is why I love this show. I love this program. I love connecting with all of you. My God, the great questions, great dilemmas, oh, great insights, and great connecting, sharing, and great guests. Wow. All right. Speaking of guests, it's the second half of our program, which is time for our awakening dialogue. Uh, we have back with us for part two, Tori Hartman. Uh, world-renowned intuitive spiritual teacher. She's the author of the best-selling Chakra Wisdom Oracle Cards, as well as Chakra Wisdom Tarot Deck, which I was tuning in with. Uh, it's got a new website out, ChakraWisdomTarot.com. You can connect with her there. Welcome to the program, Tori. Great to have you back. Oh, it is so good. It's so great to hear you do readings because it's just like, you know, it's kind of like the person who's always sweeping the walkway and then hearing someone else pick up the broom and sweep it is like, oh, yeah, there are people right? who are good at this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you remember when you're listening, like, oh, yeah, I do love doing that, right? That's why I love yeah, doing it, yeah. that interaction and connection and Thank you. Today I used, uh, got inspired by you, used the Chakra Wisdom Tarot deck um, to tune oh, in. Good. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I love what you said about the sixth chakra, and you're reminding me of something because, you know, you, you defined it um, in a way, and, and just so everybody knows, you defined it in a way that I don't define it. However, what's brilliant about the chakras is there is no right definition. So what it really comes down to is whatever definition is is true for you is true for Absolutely. you. And, and what I mean by that, yeah. like, you know, the sixth chakra is supposed to be right third eye intuitive zone. But it can, that can go a hundred ways. Like for me, I work with, you know, family healing and those kinds of ideas. But that doesn't mean that it also can't mean what you shared. 
you know, about the, the idea of abundance and because it is a Jupiter part of, you know, yeah. of the... Well, it's also know. the will center. It's the will, you know, it's part mm-hmm. of the... Right. Um, our vision, right? So when we're getting close mm. to that vision that's closest mm. to our soul, we do tend to attract more um, abundance. That's a really good point. Yeah, I love that you said that. And see, you bring up a really great point because, and I think everybody, it's it's so important to know this, that that good readers, when you go to a good reader, and you already know this, but when you go to a good reader, you know, the thing is, is that they don't have to do it your way. or They don't have to follow what's in the book. In mm-hmm. fact, it, it, a reading comes through you, not to you. So that's mm. why we work so much on, and at least my work, you know, when I teach, I'm teaching so much about you, you know, and being aware of you because, because it's kind of curious. It's kind of like, Somebody walks over to think, oh, the water's not working, and they've turned it on. Nothing's working. It's like, well, you got to turn on the water from the main valve down there, you know, and that's the difference. And so it becomes important that every reader is going to be different. And it's funny, you know, and I wanted to say this to you because I know you'll get this. You know, the the idea of somebody somebody went on and on and on and on on some Facebook review about about my deck, and they said, I love the Oracle, but but you're completely wrong about the, the, the tarot. Oh. The six chakra doesn't mean this, and how could this card mean this? And, you know, and I thought oh. to myself for a moment, and I, I, you know, what came through my, what went through my mind was the idea that what makes you think that you're right? What makes you think I'm right? What if we're both yeah. wrong? And I yeah. think. You know, I don't know about you, but I can only say this. I would never want to go to that person for a reading. No. And the reason is well, because they're, they're sensory, you know, they're, they're filtering out the possibility of a new way of thinking. That's and right. Yeah. It's dangerous to have a filter in this business because, I mean, it's a business. Yeah. You know that. Um, yeah. Because and I otherwise love we're giving said, advice. Corey, can you go mm-hmm. back to this? Because I love what you said. It comes mm-hmm. through you. Um, and I love you. what you say are saying also about the open and not to you, the openness, because you may get a message, right? It's just that entry point. If you can talk about that mm-hmm. through you, it's just the terror. It's the archetypal energy. It's the entry point. Right. But, but the well, message can be coming yeah. through us differently at different times or through different people. Right. And you don't want to close that off. Yeah, and the thing is too. Let's say we're both reading somebody, right? And you pick up, uh, you pick up. Now, I pick up something. Uh, you know, I'm just using the word basketball. You know, and you pick up Christmas tree. Now, right. what 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 is coming through us is actually through the filter of our life. So mm. basketball may be to me like energetically, and the reason spirit comes through me that way may be. Being on the being on the court and being a part of the team, being a part of life. Whereas Christmas right. tree may mean the same thing to you. It may mean that family gathering to as a team right. to support one another. But you see, what happens yeah. is people people try to say this is what it means for you, rather than using themselves as a tool um, oh. and saying, oh. Oh, I am because let's face it, it's kind of like a, a lightning rod. You're a lightning rod. And so your right. job is not to decide where the lightning's gonna be pointed. 
You just attract it. Right. Right? So what I think a lot of newer readers do is they kind of try to understand what is not possible to be understood. Yeah. Because, oh, my God. Right? So they're trying to that understand what that means. That yeah, mm-hmm. that drives me up the wall when I see, when I'm on YouTube looking at, and they they have the same meaning that all these other people have had for certain things, mm-hmm. and their intuition, mm-hmm. they're not tapping in intuitively and letting that message come through them, and there's a right. fear about that. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because I feel when people are starting to develop their intuition, let's say they're using Oracle deck or the, like the tarot mm-hmm. wisdom uh, mm-hmm. cards or mm-hmm. Oracle deck, especially with the tarot deck, let's stick with that, and Yes, they may be matter which something, deck. but then they go, oh, mm-hmm. no, the meaning is this. How does one kind of get out of their own way? Well, I think, you know, and this is, and, and I want to say this, um, and you already know the answer, but I'm going to say this anyway. The big thing, and I want to say this to everybody, is the idea that this is the training, okay? This is part of why we train to do this, right? Because 90% of the work we do is on this person that we are because we have to keep our filters cleared you know just like a singer will go ma, 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 ma. you know they, they're keeping their instrument clear our job implies that we have got to do family healing blah 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 we go to the mat and if you haven't been in pain and you haven't screamed and cried and found your solution you're probably a therapist because you find right. the answers and the techniques that you can repeat and give out to people right? Now, that doesn't mean there aren't good therapists. But right. the difference is that with, with a reading, we have to understand there's two things in life that, that the greatest fears, losing what we have and not getting what we want. And because we Ooh. have those two things always operating, it is our brain versus our intuition, so I want to just underline that by saying that so many people, and I know this is true for any, where people come to me and I teach them, I can tell you what it is, and I will tell you what it is, but until, until I show you and you practice it, it's, 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 it's something that you understand with your brain, but you don't necessarily, you're not able to apply it. So I will explain it, which is this. Your brain, your brain's sole job is to keep you safe, make you look good. How's my hair looking, you know? Um, is my lipstick on right? I mean, it's, it's, it's to protect you from making yourself, making a fool of yourself, right? So the things that happen to you in life are all stored in your brain. And so what happens is you get a, a, a memory of feeling afraid or frozen. And it's funny because I was just going to do a video on what happens when you get frozen in a reading and use a card as an example. But when you get frozen, it's because your brain has taken over because you don't know what to do. And so we Mm -hmm. automatically, when we don't know what to do, our brain takes over and we start giving advice. And the problem with giving advice as a reader is we become part of the problem. And that's where addiction happens. That's where someone goes, well, you told me three weeks ago he was going to call. And, you know, and what happens is that Mm. that's where we've stepped into advice. And, and it, what happens when we, as readers, give advice is that we are taking the person's power, inadvertently, obviously, and thinking that by telling them what to do, we're helping. 
when in the reality of it, our brain is going, don't I sound good? <laughs> I'm sounding really sharp here, you know? And the truth is that it's, your intuition is in the unknown all the time. So if you go into a reading and you know what you're going to say, then, or you lay the cards down and know, you know, instantly by looking at the cards, then you're looking in the wrong place because we always have to look at how do I feel? What's going on with me? And when that client sits down and I energetically feel them in the room, my energy matches theirs. And if I'm doing that, when I forget, and by the way, I don't know, I think this happens a lot to empaths. Every one of us has at one time or another woken up in the morning and we either forget who we are or where we are. That forgetfulness is the place that our intuition lives. And therefore, that is the place that I have to train people to learn how to go to so that they know how to pull that stuff right out of the air and create breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. You can't create breakthroughs by giving someone an answer, ever. It never works. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they know already. See, this is the great cosmic, the cosmic joke, is when people call me, my first thing, and you know this because you do readings, the first, thing, the first thing that I listen to is their energy, not the answer I'm going to give them. Because I have to pick up on what their, what their energy is, right? And so just using, um, using the caller that you spoke to, just I'm thinking of, you know, relocation, what have you, mm-hmm. you know, this is just a thing of, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, is that what's underneath all that is the question that we, that sometimes we forget to ask, which is, are you ready for an adventure? Mm. Because, you see, we make it a choice where a spirit says, are you ready for the adventure? Yeah. See? And then we, we're shifting them into their own sixth chakra, into their own seventh chakra, and they go, ooh, I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready for the adventure? Where is the greatest adventure of your life live, north or south? Tell me quick, and they'll go south or north. They'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And because, you see, our intuition already knows. She already knows where she's going to move. She already knows. She has, and she may not consciously be aware of it. She may not walk around and go, well, I'm doing this. But the thing our job becomes is to, is to I want to say, elicit their answer from them mm-hmm. and really train Which, by the way is good becomes is the therapy as a transpersonal th- yeah therapist and psychologist yeah. sometimes i will especially in inner work of hypnotherapy a lot of times mm-hmm. we have an you can have an idea even the client even the person coming mm-hmm. to you can have an idea i think it's mm-hmm. this or that or this is what's going on Right, and I can have an idea, but once we go in intuitively, once we connect to the higher self, honestly, Tori, there's been times where I've been, and I've been, wow, I would have had you do this or that, or this is what was coming, but now intuitively, Mm -hmm. it's something totally different, or the higher self is saying, do A, B, C. Well, because it's a, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, how do you help people not only discern that, but trust mm-hmm. that, that they may, they might yeah. have an answer, but is, but how do mm-hmm. they know, you know, you probably get this a lot. Is, does it come from, is mm-hmm. it coming from fear? Is it something that I think I want? 
you know, it's just in the cognitive, the surface mind. How do you get well, people to go, okay, thing. what is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the, here's the deal. And this is really important. This is a really important part of it. Knowing why is the booby prize. And knowing how is actually, see, it's kind of like, okay, you see, like I said, I can tell you what it is, but in order to teach you or show you how to know, it must be experienced. So therefore, when I teach, I don't, you know, it's, it's so funny because I remember the first time I taught a class and I, I gave out, you know, you'll find if you take a class with me, you know, one of the things I do is there's gaping holes where people will go, well, wait a minute, I, what do I do here? You know, mm. and it, it, it can be kind of like a therapy thing where you go, I don't know, what do you do? You know, and somebody said, well, mm-hmm. should I read it this way or this way? Are you asking mm. me to pull this or do it this way? And, and when part of that test is for me to see if they're in their brain or their intuition and how far oh. they are in, whether or not they're going to be willing to live intuitively. Because I have people that don't want to live yeah. intuitively. But I have people that do. And when they say to me, you know, oh, and stop. That's my dog. He's looking something he shouldn't. <laughs> I don't say right. that. But, um, <laughs> but, except <laughs> home. Um, but, you know, I think the thing is, is that when I have people that will say, well, I don't know what to do. And, and I'll say, okay, um, are you sure? And there will be a moment. Mm. And they say, well, okay, I was thinking it should be this. But then I wondered if it should be that. Now, the thing you have to know is the first, the first instinct is your intuition. The second is you, what they call second guessing. Second mm. guessing is your brain. It's your brain taking over mm-hmm. and saying, hey, you're not going to look good if you choose that one. So it's easier mm-hmm. to keep you in confusion. And by the way, when you are confused, it's a sure sign you're in your brain. Okay. When you're in the unknown, and I can say to you, well, I don't know, people go, well, well, <laughs> they get worried. See, they go, well, what do you mean you don't know? I go, well, I don't know right now. Well, what do we do? Well, we just keep going. And the more we do that, the more people come back and they start to practice it. And all of a sudden, it was really funny because I think one of the best ways to describe this experience is like this. One of, the, one of the guys I worked with, uh, you know, trained in the master stuff, and I, he said, you know, I came into this thinking you were going to teach me how to read cards, but I actually learned how to become a card reader. And see, mm. it's, it's the key to all of this is us becoming that thing, not reading the cards well. <laughs> because once we become mm. a card reader... You can read any deck. Once you, yeah. once you learn to drive a race car, <laughs> you're probably going to be good at just about every kind of car, just to mm-hmm. guess. Because you see, someone who I would much rather trust uh, someone who has been trained as a doctor when there's nobody around and my dog is sick to ask the MD <laughs> than just say to somebody, what do you think is wrong with my dog? Mm-hmm. And even though that seems kind of antithetical, it's kind of like our skill sets only emerge when we take away all that we know. Mm. 
And that's the truth of esotericism. That is really what our goal is. It's, and I, you know, I have a new chakra book coming out. And what I talked about exactly this is that, you know, it's a discipline. It's a spiritual discipline. This isn't just pull a card and tell me how I feel. This is how do you feel? You see, and mm-hmm. once I know that you're, you know, well, I, you know, should I move or shouldn't I? You know, it becomes the cliche of, I don't know, should you? But that's not what we're really doing. We're saying, oh, that's an interesting question. What, what makes you ask that? Well, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I want to know what to do. Well, but why do you want to know what to do? Why do you want to make a decision mm-hmm. right now? What's that about? Mm-hmm. See, sometimes right. I will and ask Dory, more And if you remember, now right. for losing this, um, Keisha, thank mm-hmm. you for the <laughs> great question. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. It was a great question. What I said, she'd already had that yeah. answer, remember? And you I did. said, oh, so you got yeah. a confirmation. She already had the answer, to your point. Exactly. So many times we already have the answer. One thing mm-hmm. I want to ask you um, for our listeners you're teaching people tarot. Where does the intuition come in? When we're talking about learning tarot or tarot cards or the, the, the discipline, the esoteric wisdom and the process of the, the tarot reading or tarot cards and what that means with archetypal mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. and our intuition, where does that come in? And is it possible to be just a tarot reader by the book, like this means this, yeah, that means yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Or, okay. Absolutely. Okay, and, then, yeah. and what about and where does the intuition come in? Your intuition comes in the minute you want to, you want to, to, to use it, really. I mean, think about it this okay. way. Mastering intuition is the same as going to med school or going to, you know, becoming a psychotherapist. You get the training and you have the knowledge. So right. when you train with your intuition, you learn intuition. But do you have to be a tarot reader? Do you have to be an a intuitive reader? No, no. There are plenty of people who read cards and get answers around, and when I say answers around, answers around who they are or what they need to know. But that doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that, um, and, and, you know, there is predictive stuff, right? Because you could look at a card and say, well, this is what this card means, and it could tell me it's meaning this. Right, mm-hmm. and there's different types of readers, and that's why it's super mm-hmm. important to say, you know, are you going to interact with me in a way like you did, where you were giving her, you know, thoughts that were coming through you, and she was having mm-hmm. an opportunity to, you know, try them on like a coat. Basically, you know, you were handing her clothes, and she's in the dressing room. Does does this fit? Mm, yeah, it does fit. Mm-hmm. Okay, does this fit? Uh-huh. Yeah, it does. And the thing that happens is what I loved about that is what you said about, well, think about it. Let us know. Because you see, yeah. and, and this is the biggest thing I see in a lot of readers is they try to put a button on the reading. They try to go, mm-hmm. well, it looks like in three months you will meet this person, this what. And it's kind of like giving them an ending when I think mm-hmm. a reading should be an opening. And that's what you were doing. You were opening the conversation. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the So when depth, you're teaching tarot, because you, you mm-hmm. do have programs. I want to get into, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I love your deck, by the way. 
Oh, so you, thank you. you're helping people learn the tarot, but also it sounds like you're helping them also connect into their own intuition or, or be that, you know, where well, the reading the is point. coming through them. Right. Well, and, and one need only need go to Karate Kid, right, to understand right. wax on, wax off. And kind of like, this is ridiculous. Why am I doing this? This makes no sense. That's your brain having this entire chatter. Meanwhile, while, while your brain is trying to figure out how to get pebbles off the roof, I'm talking to your intuition and teaching you. And I remember mm. once, see, this is because I don't speak to your brain. So sometimes what happens is I get people who are so in their brain. And I haven't seen this, by the way, with people I've taught. I really haven't. But more people who review my stuff and they're so in their brain, it makes no sense. Of course it's not going to make sense. Because you don't live intuitively. You're looking at this as black and white, and this is what it has to be. Whereas I don't want to live like that. Right. You know, do you, now, Tori, like, I love what you're saying yeah. about living intuitively. Can you touch upon that more? And is there one takeaway you can give our listeners as how to tap more into their intuition and or live more intuitively? And what does that mean? I don't know. Um, if I can do a, a, a one takeaway, but I'll, I'll answer the question and let's see where it leads um, in the oh, sense that, like yeah, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm not sure because, you know, when you teach, it's kind of like teaching somebody algebra. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like saying, what is the takeaway from algebra? But I will say this, um, living intuitively means choosing to live with the idea of, anticipating magic mm. and just knowing any moment something fantastic is going to happen. Mm. That's like living that. intuitively. And knowing, and not only that, because people can say, well, you, know, you can't live like that all the time. No, you can't. But what you can do is when you find yourself getting, you know, getting down, if you will, what happens mm-hmm. is because once you learn the tools, and by the way, there are tools, which is why my books are called mm-hmm. Toolkits. Mm-hmm. When you learn the tools, it's just about going, oh, oh, I'm really like feeling, you know, bad about this. And the thing is, is that what I'll do is I'll go, well, okay, if that doesn't happen, what does that mean? Hmm, okay. It, it means I'll be disappointed. Okay. And then I can go, okay, and... When I live in the idea of magic, it means there's something better. Oh, I love that. So there's a hopefulness. There's an upliftment, but there's also some, some hopefulness there. You know, it's funny when you say hopefulness. I don't that, – that word wouldn't resonate with me um, because mm-hmm. for me, hopeful means I'm waiting. It implies that, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because it's constantly up and down. You know, if you're a real person, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and it can mm-hmm. be, if, if that's what it means to you, then it's perfect. I think that it can be like, um, I'm trying to think of the, the best takeaway I can give you in this, is that living in, with magical intuition means that any time I can leave someone else's reality to them and live in the place that's best for me. Mm. Tammy so, in the chat is talking about being curious. It's curious in life. Yes. I like that. It's a natural curiosity. Natural curiosity. Right. And that's what we're talking about is that natural, ooh, you know, because here's the thing. If someone's not curious, 
right? And you can see it in the world right now. Like, and I think this woman um, who posted on about my my deck, you know, this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong and that's wrong. And it's kind of like, boy, there's there's just no curiosity there. It's just I'm right, you've yeah. done it all wrong, you've done this whole thing wrong, yeah. and everything you've said is incorrect. And this is why the seven of swords can never be a a seventh chakra. And I'm like, oh, okay then it can't be for you. And yeah. see, it, it, the, the thing that comes forward to me is the idea that so, so what? You know, it goes to so yeah. what? What is it? It doesn't change my life. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really doesn't. If you decide to rip something apart because you don't understand it, then that's how you live in everything. Then that mm-hmm. is your existence. See, when we live with the sense of curiosity or we live with that sense of, you know, if I say magical, magically intuitive, which I love curious, it's fantastic. But, you know, if we live with that, then when I see something or I read it back and I'm going, I don't understand how this works, I won't go, it's, it's wrong, you see. I won't immediately assume it's wrong because the minute I assume it's wrong, I'm wrong. And I've, I've spent my life then because what it tells me, everything about that person because she spent her life feeling that what she's doing is wrong. So she has to make me wrong so that uh-huh. she can be right. You know, and when you look at that kind of behavior, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 I get that. Now, as a human, you go, what a biatch. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you have your reaction, right? But then you go, well, you know, that defines her, not me, which is the cliche, but I still have my human experience around it. And there is that fear that everybody's going to believe her. But you mm-hmm. see, what she said is not what I said. She decided that was what I said and then mm-hmm. allowed herself to have a superior position based on her own interpretation of my work. So mm-hmm. I think that when I look at something that's like unsettling like that, it's a very hard time, by the way, to be an artist, to speak your own opinion, your own truth, unless you agree yeah. with everybody else. Because yeah. the moment, the moment you don't, the moment you don't, the people say things like, oh, I can't believe you think that way. Well, I do think that way. And, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. well, that's mm-hmm. how I think. You know, and, and it's a really it's fascinating, um, and I, full disclosure, I recently, I guess about a month ago now, I was, I was diagnosed with ADHD. And it's been the best thing that ever happened to me because I'm like, oh, my gosh, of course, you know. And... Now that I'm I'm in treatment, it's like life has changed completely. I'm more clear. I'm focused. You know, and people say, "Did it take away your your reading?" No, I'm better. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because you know, ADHDs have hyper focus. We have like hyper, 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 super, you know, focus. So when right. when we can go into that, it's and it's it's clearer. It's amazing. You know, um, so. And and I say this to you not because it's like, you know, um, how can I put it? I'm saying this to you because the more we know of ourselves, the more we can support other people. So by being this, by knowing where I'm at, you know, I did a thing on my YouTube channel about it, and I said, you know, I really wish people understood this this cognitive disorder more because, boy, I guarantee everybody, every one of you, who's had a crazy boss probably is dealing with somebody who's had ADHD and didn't know. 
you know. Mm, yeah. And we, we are dealing with things in this world that we don't know about. And our brain think, keeps thinking we should know. When, how, how fabulous would it be if, if you really understood that somebody you're working for who's driven you crazy and ultimately let you go, really let you go because they didn't want to face their own disorders. Mm-hmm. And it was never about you, you see. Yeah. But what we have, that's, you know, and this is, this is what I'm seeing more and more is that if you're different, if your brain is different, um, then you're just, it, it's funny, you're either ostracized or you're, you're glorified. And it's just, yeah. there's just no difference between. Yeah. Instead of it seeing as just normal, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's, yeah. it's, it's right. It's opposite right. ends of the, the polarity plane instead of like, oh, that's just normal. That's just, that's how that person does this or processes. Yeah. That's and I, I think that's the thing. It, it goes to the, the, the difference between diversity and inclusion. Mm. Right. You know, right. diversity, diversity is I'm going to choose you because of you being different. Inclusion means, oh, come over, join us. We want to we want to get to know each other. Which one yeah. would you rather be? Yeah. You know, Oof, that's, that's that's the that's the real question is, you know, when mm-hmm. I see someone in our country doing something well, I don't go, oh, oh, gosh, look, it's a black person. I go, wow, that's great. Yeah. That's American ingenuity. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't, I don't put them in that category. It's like, ooh, they're smart. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're 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 smart and they're American and they're doing something great. And you know, I know people from all over the world are listening, but you know, we we really have this uh, this this kind of us and them going on in America right now. And that's, I'm sure it's happening everywhere. But um, the point I'm making is that. You know, we're either, it's like, I think, uh, who said it? Martin Luther King said it, and forgive me if I say it wrong, but it was the idea that we we may have all arrived in different boats, but we're all in the same ship now. And I think mm. I think that's really wow. the thing we forget, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that if you're firing at each other and you're on an airplane, everybody dies. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, right. The the the, um, the idea of living intuitively then um, becomes you're you know because I've seen so many people who are you know new age and spiritual going I'm new age and spiritual you know and it's like well uh, that cancels the other <laughs> right. you know I mean I mean we either love everybody or love no one see this believe it or not. That really is a truth, you, you know, in our universe. It really is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, to, we have to know that everything, you know, when people say, well, things happen for a reason. And it's like, really? Because you don't seem to think so in this particular area. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so it's kind of like, oh. You know, it happens for a reason unless it's a reason you don't like. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, then it changes you know, all of a sudden. Yeah, right. And and you now, know, Tori, tell saying, us. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to delay here. Say where it comes from. I, it's okay. I was going to say where it comes from is our inability to understand nuances of intuitive moments of, you know, the, the shrug of the shoulder or the well, you know, you know, mm-hmm. that is not that is missed by 
many, many young people today because they don't see how to interact. They don't understand that people can be different and be the same. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would think. Mm-hmm. That's where so well put. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want in our last couple minutes here, um, mm-hmm. I want yeah. to talk about your website. You've got a new website, ChakraWisdomTarot.com. Yes. And oh, tell yes. us, you also have, do you have a new deck and a free shuffle membership? Can you tell our listeners about this and um, how oh. do they get to that? Yeah, what I, if you go to uh, ChakraWisdomTarot.com, and when you get on the site, what we did is we had to put the shuffler behind, quote, a membership wall because otherwise it can get hacked. So that's why people oh. have to register to use it. Yeah, because it can, the coding is such that it's too vulnerable. So we, it's okay. behind a sign-up. So people sign up, and when you sign up, you actually get, um, you get like 10% off any of my upcoming courses. You also get the very first course I did for Chakra Wisdom Tarot, which is uh, Chakra Wisdom Tarot Basics, which covers everything about the deck um, so that you can go, oh, I see how that's put together now. And that ah. is $80 off the cost when you register. So you get that coupon right away. Um, and then it, you'll get like probably, and I'm not saying how often, but probably in every couple of weeks you'll get a note about the deck or you'll get an invite to upcoming classes about the deck. And one of the things also I did on that site is I did seven free videos. They're about five, six minutes each. And what I did was I took the seven most popular, most frequently asked questions by card readers or people who want to read, and I answered them and by using each of the seven chakra colors, and I used the cards to, to, to illustrate how those questions, how to answer those questions. So you get to wow. see the deck and you learn something from the free videos. Um, and I wanted to do that because I really feel like the more you know, the more, the more you'll use something. I, I hate when I cre- you know, create something and then not knowing what the heck to do with it. So, again, it's chakrawisdomtarot.com, and there are that's, that site is brand new. There's like four pages, which I love, and each page uh, kind of moves you along through discover the cards, try the cards. You know, there's a, if you want to buy them, there's a link on there, um, but there's also the shuffler to kind of learn about how it works. So it's really kind of a fun site, and... I really tried to simplify it, um, and look, you know, there's going to be quirks in every site. I, you know, I'm trying to, still trying to, like, oh, yeah. you know, that's smooth out. The oh, right now, Tori, we've got someone in the chat, Denise, Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. I love Tori's mm-hmm. deck. It's been a friend and companion of mine for years. Yeah. Oh, she loves probably the Oracle, the okay. Oracle, yeah, yeah, the Oracle deck. Yeah, yeah the, it's such oh, a special Tori, deck. We're out of time. We're Thank out you, of love. Time oh my gosh, and. Oh my gosh. Love having you on. Come back when I you can. I love being with you. I will. Yeah, love you, love I really you. enjoyed yes, um, our conversation. A lot of, lot of good, yeah, great insight from you. And uh, I know our listeners uh, liked it as well. So uh, awesome. come back when Thank you can. You. And always great to connect with you. You too, love. Have a wonderful afternoon, evening, and many blessings. Yeah, big hug. Bye. All right, we were on air live with Tori Hartman, a spiritual teacher, world-renowned intuitive, author of the best-selling Chakra Wisdom Oracle Cards and the Chakra Wisdom Tarot Deck. Um, you can go to her page, uh, her website, chakrawisdomtarot.com, for more information. 
um, as well as check out her new readings that she has on there that you can do on your own. Um, just tune in, shuffle, and you'll get your insight, your message. Oh, everyone, thanks for being here. This has just been so lovely, so delightful um, to connect with everyone. I do want to get a last shout-out to Jessica. Um, I got your email. I'm diving into that. Uh, we'll get back to you and also bring up uh, what you were saying in the email on air. So anybody else can do that, too. You can always email me um, at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com with guest suggestions, topic suggestions, comments, feedback. Love the appreciation. Um, And email questions, things that you want to answer on air or if you want to get a reading with me or do some personal inner work. I mean, go to my website, soulplayground.life as well. Whoa, what a great time. I'll see you when I see you, but I'll be here next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. So if you want to join me, um, definitely do that. Um, Until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insights. And, of course, you guys, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.